This episode of Trit and Shuffle Live is sponsored by Pod Decks. Pod Decks are a deck of cards that have great questions, great topics, and even fun games to make your podcast more professional and just all around fun. And for right now, you can pick up the interview and episode bundle for $24.99. Now, when you get to checkout, be sure to use the promo code TCLIVE to get 10% off your first purchase. Again, use promo code TCLIVE, that's TCLIVE, at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. I want to thank Poddex for sponsoring this episode, and they're all around great tool to use. I use it in my show all the time because the questions go deep, and they're just so interesting to ask your guest. Again, TCLIVE at checkout on poddex.com to get 10% off your first purchase. All right, back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with a brand new episode of Trench of Alive. We took a break last week. I went on vacation. I know. Don't hold me accountable. I needed it. Uh, but today's guest, she is the host of the podcast Against All Odds. Uh, good friend of mine, Terrilyn Hicks. How are you today? Hey, Trent. I'm doing really good. Um, crazy days, but those are always good things, right? Oh, they're always great things. It yeah. keeps you on your feet. So, Terilyn, let's talk about your podcast, Against All Odds. Uh, where can people find it? Uh, how can they listen? Go ahead and do your whole spiel. Right. So, Against All Odds is, a, is actually a podcast for Black entrepreneurs. Uh, they can find it. Uh, basically, I, each week I talk to different entrepreneurs about their business, how they got started, how the some of the struggles that they're dealing with, anything that um, anything and everything that regard in regards to their business is what I talk about. And I do different industries. So it could be one week I could have someone talking about how they're building their uh, drop shipping startup. And then the next week it could be talking about someone uh, who's building up a poop scooping business. So it, literally I've had everything um, under the sun and it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the basic podcast yeah. platforms, Anchor. Um, and then I also stream live from Fishbowl Radio Network Plug uh, on Facebook each week. All right. All right. So it's for black op entrepreneurs. Um, I think that's really cool because, you know, especially back in 2020 when we had the riots and everything, their voices are now being heard. And it's great that people are having a platform for their voices to be heard, you know, right. I've had some influential black people on my show and I give them that platform to speak. And it's awesome that you have a platform just for that. And I praise you for that. Yeah. It's something that's actually really cool. Um, I wouldn't have thought that I would be a person starting that just uh, from uh, my background and growing up. I actually didn't really grow up around a lot of black people. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't. Um, so what's kind of interesting is it kind of gave me a really interesting perspective. Mm. Um, even when you had all the things like the riots and things like that, having grown up in a different environment, it just gave me kind of a sort of, a, I was kind of in the middle ground there mm. with, okay, I actually did not grow up around a ton of black people 
But then also I am black, so I do know what the black experience is like and things like that. Um, it kind of weirdly in a kind of weird way felt like being an outsider looking in, uh, but also being an insider and able to look out and understand different perspectives. Yeah. Um, as far as my podcast, I would say it kind of gives me um, a, hey, I want to make this something that's really professional and, and it, it isn't. Um, it doesn't have a feel of like it's less than or anything like that. It's professional. We, we keep it um, uh, aspirational for mm -hmm. people, but also it caters to that population yeah. at the same time. So. Yeah. so let's talk about Against All Odds. Why is it called Against All Odds? Where did you come up with that name? <sighs> Trenton, I um, actually was praying about it for a long time mm. and I was trying to think of a name and I'm in marketing so I thought of some really great names and none of them worked what were some the of the examples time. huh what were some of the examples oh man <sighs> okay so one of the ideas I had that I really liked was the black market okay um which you know there's like the underground market and yeah. then you know black people and yeah so and then <laughs> I think another idea um, was to make it clever, you know, so I was like the spades table, which I don't know if you're like a spades guy, but like in black community, that's like a big deal to sit at the spades table. Um, like if like you can be 30 and people are like, nah, you're a kid when it comes to playing spades. And um, so it was kind of going to be something where it was like black entrepreneurs who were doing like a really, who were doing like big things um kind of sitting at the table to talk about those types of things um and against all odds came to me um and I remember actually thinking like that's a stupid name <laughs> like what does that even mean what that isn't it's it's not SEO friendly um and I, that's what I was thinking at first and then um I was just praying about it more and I was like I feel like that should be it uh the name and then um there's a homeless guy uh that I see, because I work full-time, that I see each day on my way to work, and I wanted to do a, a photo shoot project with him, um, and so I always noticed him every time I saw him, and um, he used to always have this sign up, and it said, like, Vietnam vet, please help, or, you know, something like that, and so um, I prayed about this name, got the idea for the name, didn't like it, um then kind of warmed up to it and I saw this guy again maybe like a week or two later maybe a week or two later and um he had a his same sign and I knew it was going to say you know Vietnam vet and then again underneath it it said against all odds and I was like what you know like little those little uh I think there's an author that calls them god winks mm -hmm. um when there's just like coincidences that happen that you notice then you're like that's not a coincidence yeah um yeah. And, um, so I saw that and I was like, what the heck? That doesn't even make sense on that sign. Like, you know, it didn't even like that Vietnam war vet against all odds. Like that doesn't grammatically make any sense. Um, and so I was like, Hmm, this might be a sign. And so, um, and the fact that his sign never said that before Yeah. at the bottom. So that was crazy. Yeah. That um, is interesting. I wish I had a story like that. I, just I like, know. I was like, "Oh, Trenton Chapel Live! It, it, it's my name. It's live. Yeah, that sounds right. cool." Usually, that's the kind of stuff never happens to me. So, um, I chose the name, um, and then you know, my first 
few guests that I was booking, they just had these crazy, amazing stories. Like yeah. you would hear their story and you'd be like, oh, there's no way they should be anywhere. You know, like there's no way they should be doing really anything. I think one of the first people that I interviewed was home was homeless at one time. Oh, wow. um, I had another person who was a, um, she was making money. She'd gotten like six, um, 6,000 or 6K months in like a few months as a private, uh, as a private tutor. Mm. And she started off as like, well, you know, what made you get into private tutoring? And she's like, well, I was last in my, I graduated last in my class. And just every person had these stories that was kind of them being successful again, yeah. even though the odds were against them. Um, and that's kind of how against all odds was born. Cool. I, I like that story. It, I, that's what's cool about your show is there's a story with how it becomes your show. See, right. like mine's just like, oh, people ask me, oh, what came, what came up? Try Trouble Lives. Like, it sounded cool, you know? And then I just. Sometimes simple work. Hey, fun fact before we started doing like live video shows, it wouldn't be live. It would just be only audio. And I just upload right. it. And people are like, why is it called Trenton Chapel Live if you're not live? I'm right. like, I don't know. It sounds cool. So, it's live-ish, right? It's live-ish. We do live audio <laughs> in person. Uh, I but mean, yeah. You know, Saturday Night Live is They're live-ish. Live. They're live. I mean, it is live, but like they practice it before. It's not like unrehearsed, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right, I got some Saturday Night Live. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, we are sponsored by Saved by Christ Apparel for the video today. Guys, clean merch they have over there i have the hoodie uh, uh the i am destin hoodie it looks so nice i wish i can get it out but it's far away and i don't want to get up uh but this is the just pray off of the you know just do it nike catchphrase but it's just just pray it's comfortable it's nice and uh guys check them out go to savebychristapparel.com use promo code trenton c that's t-r-e-n-t-o-n-c to get 15 percent off your purchase uh, so Terilyn, let me ask you hey, this. Hey. Let me ask you this. All right. With that, with you hosting a show about owning a business, do you own a mm -hmm. business? Currently, I don't own a business. I have owned businesses. I actually had a poop scooping business a long wow. back. Um, and then I realized that I didn't want to be a professional poop scooper. And I was getting to a point very quickly. I got to a point where I, um, was, like okay i need to like hire someone to continue doing this and it was bad business but um i decided to let it go um i had to i had just had had one kid and um or i had my second child and i was like you know what i think i'm going to rest for a little bit instead of constantly um having you know businesses and doing free well you know, I said I don't own a business, but I actually do freelance mm -hmm. um, all the time. Um, and I freelance for some pretty big names. Um, I guess Green Giant is one of uh, my clients every now and then. Wow. Um, and I know it's kind Look of a weird you. thing. I know it's, it's what, you know, we all got a thing that's kind of impressive. Yeah. And I don't think I realized it was impressive until I started talking to people about it. I was like, yeah, you know, Green Giant. Yeah. I think um, the one I have that's impressive is Lifetime. Lifetime? Like, uh, uh, I worked on a uh, a documentary episode. Like, it's a docu-series. 
Mm-hmm. And I worked on one of the episodes for Susan Smith. She's like right. the famous baby killer. And I was a set designer for it. So all the prison shots and everything. And there's a scene where uh, one of the guards gets something from one of the female guards. I won't say what. But I dressed that office and everything. And That's it, cool. It was fun. I got to go to a real prison to do it. I mean... It's basically like that show. I can't remember what the name is. Cellmate uh... Secrets? That's what it's called. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's the show. Go check it out on Lifetime. Cellmate Secrets. It's the Susan Smith episode. I'm credited. I'm in there. I didn't actually see her uh, Her thing. That I didn't. I mean, I, I keep hearing people say the baby killer. Yeah. And that's all I really get into it. I need to dig into it because usually that's yes, kind of It's a very interesting story. Uh, I didn't even know about it until I started working on the set. And I was like, what's this murder? What's this case about? And she's like, oh, she murdered her kids. And I was like, what? You know, <laughs> that's insane that people do that. Hey, I'm, I'm into true crime. So I'm like, I'm all into that. I'm like, oh, tell um, me more. I, yeah, I like that kind of stuff, too. It's kind of funny because they say that women are all these like docile creatures and all this. And then we're like sitting down. You have like your mom and your grandma are all sitting down watching people who've killed people. Yes. <laughs> and we're just like, I knew it. I knew, I knew they it. did it. I knew it. Uh, so you said you do freelance and you worked for, you did Green Giant and a bunch of other clients. What do you do as a freelancer? Do you do videography, yeah, photography? So, um, I do a little bit of everything, actually. Okay. I mainly love focusing on video and yes. branding for different companies. Um, but I've been doing freelance for about uh, graphic design for about 15 years now which is crazy because i'm half of my age um and um i also do photography which i used to say you know i had somebody ask me this weekend i was at a grand opening for another person's business and they were like you know are you a photographer and i was like yeah, I dibble and dabble. Uh, because I never say that I am a photographer because I just don't want to oversell myself. Yeah. Uh, I ended up in a, in a situation where I'm like, I was not prepared for this. Um, but I, you know, they were like, yeah, I'm a photographer. And, you know, I, they were like, well, show me your stuff. And I was like, I'll, okay, you know, I'll show you yours and you show me mine. <laughs> or, or, you know, and, um, I saw their stuff and I was like, you know what, maybe I am a photographer. <laughs> like, maybe so freelance photography, graphic design, video, um, and uh, video work, commercials, things like that. Yeah. Um, which is also, you do video stuff too. So that's kind of how we first started talking. Yep. I do videography. Um, I mainly see, I, with my videography, I like to do more production, like, short films and they mm-hmm. need some people like for camera work i go out there and help them with it i also do video editing uh I, d- I do photography i do not do photo editing i don't know how people can do that i hate photoshop i, I hate it with a passion oh, oh really i do i do it constantly um I, i'm like sitting here like what does this do i'm like clicking things and it's messing up it's everything. a lot it's like, a lot and right. it's not as creative as people sometimes think it is it's a little process oriented yes um so i can understand that i think that's kind of why i fell in love with video because i was like okay this is actually somewhat easier yes and um i feel like there's this this uh ability that you get to tell a story yep that 
you have to, I mean, you put a lot of work into it, but you can make someone feel something. Yeah. You know, whether it's um, sad or anxious or scared or whatever, you kind of, even if it's uh, just commercial stuff or it's, brand, mm -hmm. you know, for a company, you get to make someone feel sad or, or have them think of something um, that didn't exist. It's kind of, it's kind of a similar to photography in that, you know, you can take a picture and then you edit it and, you know, but uh, the thing with a photo is it's really quick, you yep. know, it's like, look at a picture, feel this, and then go on to something else. But with a video, you have the opportunity to capture their attention and to capture their interest. And that's always something that I really found was kind of magical about video is mm. just that being able to do that. Um, so I feel you and it, it's way more work to do the photos, you know, <laughs> it is. and like, I can see, like, I can sit here, like, for example, we just got done. We just wrapped production on my short film that's coming out very soon. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, the only thing I can say about it is the title and it's Gorda. Um, and so that's all I could say. Okay. Uh, I wrote and directed it. And then I had my friend DP, a director, director of photography with me and so it was a small film it's like not gonna be long at all but like doing the director side because this is my first film where i'm not in it and mm -hmm. i'm not the cameraman i'm telling somebody oh you're the cameraman this is what i want and i was like i love direct like doing like directing type things right because i can like especially for something that i wrote I'm like, okay, this is what I want. I wrote it based on how the house was laid out because we went location sighting for this right. one. And I wrote it how the house was laid out and just directing it and then also now editing it. It's so much fun. And yeah, I, it's more fun than, a lot of fun. And then editing for fit, like a photo, it's like, oh, okay, I'll add a black and white filter there. All right. I'll maybe, I'll maybe add the saturation a little bit. Right. All right, that looks good. No, editing for video, like, oh, can I edit? Let's see. It I, is fun, but you know, a lot of people don't like it. Yeah, I don't understand a why. They're weird. Really don't. Um, I, I usually meet people who really like the filming aspect of it, especially DPs. Uh, they really like the filming. Yeah. And then uh, the two things that people ignore is sound. Yep. Uh, which I understand why sound is boring, but you know, it, it matters because it can ruin your entire video if the sound, I mean, it doesn't matter how much work you put into it. If the sound is bad, the whole thing is bad. And what's so cool um, about this short film is, is that we are, so we recorded the whole video, right? Mm -hmm. And of course we had some lines talk, like to help us talk through this, like right. the scene. But what, we're, what I'm doing is like how I visioned this is like the video portions can be muted, but like we're going to add in sound to it separate because there's not really any lines to this we i didn't really mm -hmm. add lines to it i mainly just wanted like to add more suspense to it so yeah. we're recording we're recording audio separate like today i have to go record like like seven minutes of just ambient noise just in my house and then okay it's yeah it's just like that's what i'm doing for it it's a whole different type of film it's gonna be good i tr right. trust me it's gonna be good you know that's um Sometimes that's a really cool thing because, you know, older movies had to do that for yep. pretty much everything. 
Um, I would really love to see actually a thriller or something that combines like the old tactics that people used to have to have because you used to kind of have to mess with people's senses a lot. Yes. Um, not the jump scare type stuff. You really had to like figure it out, be creative. Um, but I, I want to see movie, some type of thriller. I don't know if it's a horror, but some type of thriller that combines those those old tactics and like that new technology. Uh, you know, and video quality and to be able to create something amazing. Like, I'm ready for, like, we have 3D where stuff jumps out at you. I'm ready right. for when, like, things start, like, you're watching a movie in a movie theater and, like, it's, you feel somebody grab you or, like, you smell the house that they're in. You know, they have that. They do? Um, I don't know where, but they have some, like, for, they're starting to make theaters like that where it's like 40 um, or something yeah it's a 40 experience i mean they have it for like rides at amusement parks yeah. i don't think they have it where you can just like go in and it's a typical theater you know yeah um i think you gotta it's you gotta pay some money and it's gonna be a special experience but pay some money, you, yeah 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 my husband loves that kind of stuff um it's like, so cool like imagine like because you know in horror films they're like oh it smells awful in here and you're like i wonder what that smells like like a, you know is what it that, that bad would, well, with like a, a horror movie where it's like, I don't know, a body or something and you yep. can like smell it. Oh, that would be awesome. Yep. That's, that's, uh, maybe that's the next project, right? It is next project. My next film, guys, it's going to have, you're going to be able to smell it. Confirmed. <laughs> no, my, I'm already writing my <laughs> next film. Up, man, so I can work on that with you. That would be so All right. awesome. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already writing my next film. I like to write, really? I write shorts. I don't write features. Right. I can't write a feature. I can't sit there and make a, a, hundred, a, lot. a 90 minute film, but my next film is going to be super cool. We're going back to the old VHS look. Like I'm, we're recording it in four, three. Wow. Yeah. That'll I like, be... I go against the odds. All right. Right. <laughs> all you need is some black skin, man. <laughs> That's right. Lights and audio. That's all you need to make it look good. All right, Terilyn. This part of the show is sponsored by Poddex.com. Do you know what Poddex are? I have heard of them, but I you don't have. know. Who, who well, yeah. Well, let me yeah. tell you a little bit more about them. Poddex are these cool deck of cards that allow you to interview guests super easy. All right. Sometimes you run out of questions. We're both interviewers. We run out of questions all the time. <laughs> But these help you, give you so many questions you can ask. Like, look at all that. Oh, you sit here. I have the interview deck right now, but I also have the would you rather, the what the heck, the episode deck. They're all separate and super easy to use. Uh, you can go to poddex.com and use promo code TCLIVE. That's TCLIVE to get 10% off your first purchase. All right, Sarah, you ready for your first couple questions from the interview deck? All right. I am. I was going to say, are you going to question me? Because that's what I, I want am. right now. I'm all right. All right. This give me a question. Give me a question. I know. I was like, you're going to hit me with a question, right? Yes. This one's very deep. <laughs> First okay. question. Yes. How would you like to die? How would I like to die? First question. Um, I'm going to go with the Titanic Rose. I would like to die an old woman in my bed or or helping someone. I totally got well, that mixed up. I got that mixed up. When you said Titanic Rose, I was thinking of Jack. And like you wanted no i don't just... want to die like jack jack was betrayed <laughs> jack, <wasn't betrayed. laughs> jack was jack was completely betrayed i want to die either an old woman in my bed um or 
Or I want to die like Avatar style, you know, helping out someone like a, a group of people fighting a war that who, we couldn't have won. But not yeah. like military, more like, I don't know, like a social societal war, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't want to die in Iraq or something in a war I didn't know. Nah, I wouldn't <laughs> Why I was there in the first either. place. Uh, what yeah. Would I, what would I pick? I don't know. I I just want to go out quick. That's the one thing. Great. Just make it quick. Or my sleep. You don't want a slow and painful death? No, not really. You know. Oh, that's not fun. I know, right? You know what? Screw it. I want to see – I want to jump off a very tall building. That way my, I'm face down. That way I can see myself get closer and closer and closer and then splat. That sounds awful. But... I know. It's terrible. Isn't uh, it? It's your death. So you Only on Trin Trouble Live. All right. Yeah, do what you feel is best. Yeah, you do you. <laughs> Next question. If you can instantly become one, what would you want to become an expert in? And I'm going to make this hard on you. I'm excluding right. videography and photography. <laughs> you know, that would make me a very rich person. It would. Um, what would I want to be an expert in? You know what I... What I this is... Okay. This is lame, but I would want to be an expert statistician. How do you say it? Statistician. I would want to learn how to say statistician. There you go. And then after learning how to say it, I would want to be like an expert in all statistics. Like, but like, not like, you know, I work at a company and I'm an expert in statistics. More like I know the statistics for everything. Like, like if somebody asked me how many times in Trenton's life has he sneezed, I would want to be able to tell you. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I always thought they need the technology for that. I want to know how many times I, how many hours I've slept in my lifetime. That's a lot. But exactly me. I mean, that's what I want to know. So if I could know that, that would be. Can Podcast help me do that? If I could, if I could pick anything, I guess I'd be, uh, I'd be an expert in writing because I'm not good at it, but if I could just instantly just become like a fantastic writer, then I can make a lot more money too. Like Harry Potter style? Eh. Your, your writing would probably be made into a movie and then you'd yeah. basically be back where you started. That way <laughs> if it becomes in a movie and then I can just direct it and that way the director who'd write my books wouldn't Ooh. F it up. That's true. Because you know that's true. usually what happens. So I feel like you cheated. I did cheat. You so, definitely cheated. Next question. <laughs> what has been the worst job you've ever had? The worst job? Yes. Um, I was a uh, – oh, oh, I was a – I was a referee. I was a basketball referee. It wasn't necessarily the worst job. I was just maybe the worst person for that job. So Especially was, for, uh, wait, really? <laughs> That's kind of yeah. funny. Was it yeah. for men's or women's? Oh, <laughs> here's where it gets funny. It was for children. Funny. <laughs> for five-year-olds. So I was a, bas- a YMCA basketball coach for five-year-olds. And you know, I thought, you know, it's like, they're five. What does it matter? (laughs) And so they, you know, they're like, Hey, you know, have you played basketball? And I'm like, yeah, you know, at a a five-year-old level, of course. And they gave me a manual and they were like, all right, so you study, go home, study this manual. 
And of course I didn't because, you know, I'm like 18 and I'm like, if these are five-year-olds and what does it matter? This is the YMCA. They don't even really keep score. Turns out they did keep score and it wasn't the kids, but the parents were just insane. Yeah. Like they were like, come on ref. That wasn't the right call. And I'm like, these children just stop using sippy cups. Okay. Uh, so I had to learn all about basketball after my first game. I was like, this isn't going to work. I think I'm going to have to actually read this manual and understand this game. Funny. If I'm going to do this job. <laughs> I think the worst job I've ever had was I, um, I worked at a, uh, a pizza place and I won't say what it is, but it was so it was Domino's. Wasn't it, it wasn't Domino's. In okay. fact, when I worked there, the manager wanted to go work at Domino's because he hated the oh. place. Okay. So it was a little down or up from Domino's? I you know, to me, Domino's is probably better than this place. I, I never really? eat at this place because I worked there. Right. But I worked there and I worked there guess how long I worked there? I'm going to go short 30 minutes. I worked there for two weeks. Okay. So I still got a paycheck. <laughs> so. Right. But it, it was so bad. Like I hated going to work. Like you never, you have that feeling where you go to work and you just don't want to. And you feel physically sick. Yes. At the idea of going there. Yes. Like, just like, I can't, I don't want to drive there. Mm-hmm. And like, I would purposely just like not go. <laughs> Like it was oh, okay. Were I, you fired? No, I I quit. I okay. I was like, I'm out of this man. This place sucks. And it was just I don't. It was probably just the vibe of it. Like the people were just weird. And like well, I, and I felt like I did not belong. Like I walked in. I was not like, everyone's cut out for the pizza business, Trent. Hey man, I'm not it's Papa John. Business, you know. There's the pepperonis. You got the anchovies. Do you add pineapple with and chicken? The, and then they would have me on the pizza line, like like you know, putting this stuff on, and I would always be the worst one at it. I was, was it part five? Was it? Was it part five? No. Okay, I'm I'll tell you after the show. I love part five. I'll tell you after the show. Okay, but uh. Like I would get the pizza line, and I would suck. I sucked at it. I was the worst, and I would always be the one on. Like if they like, all right, Trent, you're on phones. I'm like, thank God, I can do phones. That's easy. But like, <laughs> oh, that that job sucked, and I hated yeah, that's it. That's okay. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. That happens. It's it's life, you know. Sometimes you know you just you got a job that you're not you're not cut out for, you know. Yeah. And it's not you. That's right. You do you. All right. If there was a sandwich named after you, what would be on it? Named after me? Yeah. <laughs> um, if there was a sandwich, you know, it's funny because I don't really do sandwiches, but. Um, you know what? How about this? I'll change it up for you. What is. Let's have. It doesn't have to be a sandwich. If you had a thing, a food item named after you, what food item would it be and what would be on it? okay um my favorite food is rice like just hands down really so yeah it probably has to be some dish funny (laughs) why just rice like to me instantly 
to me of my mind i instantly just go to plain white rice i'm like that's her favorite that's so plain really? but you so... probably like add stuff to it and you make it all nice and cool i'm like uh no nah. you would think i could eat rice with anything first yeah. of all I can too, Second, but like I to me, it's just like eat plain white rice by itself. I can too. I think I made it okay. the other day. You gotta put it in a right. Here's how you know you love rice. Okay, you'll know if you if you've done this. You scoop it up into a ball straight out of a rice cooker and then just eat it. Nope. Really? Clearly not a rice lover. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. I I think I just microwave it or something. I don't know what we do. What? No. So I'm I lame. I grew up with some Filipino people in my house. My stepdad and my brother are Filipino. Okay. And so it's like a thing. You just like eat rice with anything and everything. I used to have like two rice cookers, one that was like a little tiny one. And people like, you can take it to work. And I was like, you know, that's a really good idea. I don't want to be a weirdo, but that is a great idea. That is a good idea. Um, but I think I would have some kind of some kind of dish with rice in it. Okay. Well, how about this? It's like you go to a restaurant and you're like, I want the terrain. And it's just a big yeah. bowl of rice. Oh, I would call it rice guys finish last. That's good. I like that. I, I like know. That. I know. I don't know what would happen in it, though. Just rice. It would, it would be good regardless of what was it's in it. It's just plain white rice. Nothing <laughs> added to it. It's just straight from the cooker. And you just like, there you go. Would, you know what? Maybe it would be rice balls. Rice cooker balls. What if, like, just every, like, in it. What if it was food items? Like, oh, say, like... It's like a sandwich, but it's made out of rice, but it's in the, the rice is in the shape of a sandwich. Oh, that sounds terrible. It, it's just <laughs> rice. <laughs> rice blocks, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This, got, this dish got really sad really fast. It did get sad, didn't it? Keep astronaut food, basically. All right, Sarah What is your favorite hero from for nonfiction, like real person? That's your hero? And oh, okay. who's your favorite superhero fiction? Okay, so my favorite real hero and then my favorite not real hero. Yeah. My favorite real hero has got to be... Wait, he's dead. Does that count? Yeah. Okay. It's not... I was going to say Jesus. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> oh, um, actually, the guy from... Um, what was... Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. That's my favorite hero. All right. You know, he's in the military. He's fighting for his country. You know, he's fighting for his faith. Just, uh, do you know that's the, that guy, that story? Yeah. Uh, I know the story. I don't know the guy's name at the top of my head. I don't know the guy's name. But basically, he was, um, I, I, I think maybe he was, I don't know. His religion, basically, he joined the military and wanted to... Be, fight for his country, but he wouldn't hold a gun. Yeah, his, his, his name was Desmond Doss. Ah, yes. Yeah, Desmond Doss, which is kind of a weird name for that time period that he was living in. But, yeah, um, yeah. and he saved, like, how many people did he save? Like, he, he was, like, beaten up and made fun of for being in the military and not being willing to hold a gun, but he saved, like, a ton of lives. He was... Um, Working as a medic. 75. And yeah, he saved like 75 people on his own, like just carrying them back and forth from the front lines. And I think that was awesome because this whole thing was like, I just got to get one more person. And I just think the tenacity, I, I really admire people yeah. who are just tenacious, even when 
against adversity. Yeah. You know? So my favorite non-real superhero, you know, it's kind of becoming Wonder Woman. You know what? Same here. Especially from the movies. Huh? Same here. Yeah, she was killing it. She is. I think, I mean, she, the I last think movie. her movies, like, 84 was, oh, I can watch it again. I could watch 80. it again. And, and when I say watch it again, I mean, like, okay, this is tolerable. Yeah. But, like, the was, first movie was fire. Yeah. The first one, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, a superhero. Like, ah, jeez, I got to get my hair with this woman. Like, I got to, I mean, you know, walk around with a belt on. And, you know, <laughs> I, I liked it. That was a good movie. So, uh, current Wonder Woman. Old school Wonder Woman. I mean. Linda Carter? No. Where all she does is like she spins and then she's in the costume. Yeah, pass. Um, I'm gonna go with the newest one, I, and I can't remember the name anything. Yeah. All right, I like that. I think for me, my real life hero is always my mom. Oh. She always, she annoys the crap out of me, but hey, man, I I, I love her. So. That's a mom thing. I think some. I think part of the prerequisite for being a mom is being annoying. Like, yeah. I think what will happen to me in my life is they'll, I'll wake up one morning and I'll be the most annoying person on the earth. <laughs> and I think that just, I don't know if it happens suddenly or slowly over time. Yeah. But I think that you have to be annoying as a mom. You I think that's to. like part of it. So I don't know if I'm annoying yet because I am a mom. Uh, I... No one's told me yet, you know? Well, your, your kids <laughs> will tell you. Right. Right, but I don't know, you know, what will happen. Yeah, you know. And then I like, think my like favorite superhero, like who's not a fiction, uh, I won't say Wonder Woman because that one's already taken. I guess I'll say, um, I'll say Iron I, Man. No, Iron Man. I saw that <laughs> I, I, Iron Man's always been my favorite since the first movie. Is it the intelligence? Uh it's more of just. He's just cool. Like, if I could be any hero out of, like, the Avengers, Iron Man's my first pick. because Rich and smart. Rich, smart, playboy. That's what you want. Next up up would be probably uh, Captain America. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm lame. Captain America's kind of straight and narrow, man. You know? Yeah. But he loves his country, man. Yeah. And then I think after Captain America, I think it would be Hawkeye. Not going to lie. Okay. So, yeah. I see the direction you're going with. Hawkeye is guy, awesome. Okay. The average guy with one thing that makes him, like, on the team. Yes. <laughs> have, you seen the, have you seen the SNL skit with Jeremy Renner? Uh, Renner? And he's it's the Avengers. And he's like, okay. Uh, Iron Man, go take down the big monster. Hulk, smash. Uh, Black Widow, go fight. Hawkeye, right. go do this. And Hawkeye's like, I'm out of arrows. I, I'm going to go set this one out. And he's like, yes. how do you run out of arrows? Just pull them out. And he's like, that's unsanitary. And he's like, they're the bad guys. Who cares? And he's like, I'm out of arrows, guys. I'm done. <laughs> done. That's, that's all I got. So, yeah. All you right. know who's the famous superhero, though? Who? It's got to be Batman. Oh, yeah. Like, people are really big on Batman, and I'm like, he doesn't even have a power. He doesn't even come out in daylight. Yeah, I agree. Like, he is their friend. He's so, he's like, what's the, what's the word? Um, Overrated to me. So is Superman. Superman's overrated. He has all yeah, the powers. Superman. Yeah. And his yeah. weakness is a green rock. Bro, get out of here. 
Yeah, and it's kind of like when you're playing rock, paper, scissors, and someone's like, I've got a gun. Superman is the gun, yeah. but it's like that person who says that is always annoying. Yes. So that's <laughs> just like Superman doesn't really, he does everything, but he doesn't do anything. He doesn't have a personality. He doesn't. And Thank his, God, uh, somebody agrees with this. Oh. His disguise is glasses. Like, it's literally like if I was like. Well, do you know the thing they did, right? Who am I? Why he wears the glasses. <laughs> you know what the purpose you don't know is? Who I am. Huh? You know what the reason, like, the backstory of the glasses are? I don't know. He has bad eyesight. No, he wears the glasses <laughs> and they change his eye color. That's it. Oh, that's it. That's oh, his wow. secret identity, is his eye color. Well, I don't know. When I just put mine on, did you see my eye colors change? No. I'm Superman. Oh, Superman. <laughs> All right, we have two more questions. Superman to you. you have left or right. You pick. Right. Right. Make sure I got the right one. All right. Who'd I'm play you? Good. Who would play you in the Terrellyn Hicks the movie? If I had a movie, yeah. Um, Gabby Douglas. People said I look like her when I was when we were when, I, when we were growing up. When I was growing up, so I'm just gonna pick her. Um, ooh, yeah. You know who would be, who it would be flattering though if it was like Taraji P Henson. You know. Taraji P. Henson. But you know, you know, it would also be kind of cool. Is if I don't know, I was played by somebody who wasn't even black. It's a fun movie. <laughs> that would be a fun movie. See, I, I could see I could see the uh I can see the um Gabby Douglas a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah, it'd probably be her. I mean, I don't think she acts, but I, I yeah, she she's does. okay at it. Yeah, she does. Uh nope, not really. Never mind. It's movies about her. I don't know. She could do ooh, if she could do some some action shots, you know, she yeah. gymnast she's a gymnast. She's a gymnast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, put some flips in there, you know. <laughs> put some flips in there. Can you do flips? <laughs> You're like, no, but it's a movie. Nah, I can't. But you can. Oh, you're me. <laughs> Who'd play me? I have one, but no one really knows who this guy is. He did. He was a big child actor back in the day. Uh, Hallie Jill Osment would be probably the best person who looks like me. He looks like you now, or he looks like he looks you? like me now. Your, like him old oh, okay. looks like me. Like oh, okay. dead on. All right, I got you. Are you looking That's... it up? I'm not, but yeah, I could. Holly Joel Osmond. Holly Joel Osmond. It's H A L E Y, and then Joel J O E L, and then Osmond is O S M E N T. Oh, that's ah, oh, I see it. Yeah, that's literally it. me. Oh, it's the guy. Yeah, yeah. I know him. He wasn't that the Sixth Sense guy. Since yeah. he's the kid. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This definitely, guy, he, he would play me, and I would play him in his movie. I think they said that he said that that ruined his life. <laughs> that movie. <laughs> he did. He was in Forrest Gump. Did you know that? Was he really? Who did? Yeah, he's in Forrest Gump. Um, huh. he was baby Forrest. Funny, yeah, he was big as a child actor. Yeah, then now, then he just kind of he was in Country Bears. That's right, he was. 
Yeah, he was. Maybe, um, I don't know, maybe he had so much money he was like, I'm done. That's what the girl from Matilda did. Well, now he's just in like a bunch of like random stuff now. Like, I think the biggest thing he's been in lately was the uh, extremely wicked, shockingly vile, and and something. It's about Ted Bundy. Oh, really? He was in that. Uh, He's in The Boys on Amazon Prime Video. What is he like an extra or like a you know? No, he's a he's a he plays the so Ted Bundy's wife uh got rid of Ted Bundy, went to another guy, and the other guy was played by him. Oh, um, maybe that's the thing once you've been in you know some big feature movies, you can just do movies that you like and not really and kind of stay on the sidelines, which I think is actually really smart because you get to be semi famous, you know, like no one really knows who you are, but you still got that like thing that impresses people. You're like, oh, you've seen Sixth Sense, you know, it's funny. I work for um a credit union full-time right mm-hmm. outside of my podcast and other side projects and freelancing and i actually work with I actually had a meeting today with the kid who used to be spanky from uh little rascals really yeah so every now and then we make a little spanky joke um he's all gets royalties from it i think yeah so he's um yeah he's spanky cool, cool. and we get to see him i literally saw him today in a zoom meeting so Wow. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, my husband keeps trying to get me to get an autograph, but I'm like, it's it's not appropriate. It's not. But I know him like that. It. It's like, yeah, it would be weird. <laughs> All right, Tyler, then the last question today. Okay. Which word or phrase do you use? Uh, that Wait, sorry, I, I misspoke. Sorry, my dyslexia kicked in. Which oh, word I'm or sorry. phrase do you most overuse? What word do I most ever use? Awesome. Word awesome is your word what, yeah, what phrase awesome. what's the phrase you use that's the most like overused i used to say i don't know which one i do now but i used to always say everybody's got a kink like for everything that's a good one i think <laughs> i think the most overused word for me would be dope and uh, phrase yeah. would be um goodness like I, goodness? I, goodness. That's it. It's a phrase for me because I haven't heard you say it once. Oh, you have to get me mad. You say goodness when I you're really goodness. mad. That's very, that's very Captain American of you. Like <gasps> goodness. Like, like when uh, oh, like the other night, uh, my dad, he's like, hey, Trenton, uh, why did you miss places? I'm like, goodness, dude. I don't know. And he's like, goodness. Like my parents go goodness to back to me, to get me like riled up. You really, uh, you really t- told him. I did. I did. Yeah, yeah man. Just I'd goodness. hate to be in a fight with you. <laughs> goodness. Well, Tarlin, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. Uh, I had a blast speaking with you and hanging out with you. Uh, this time, I want you to just shout out everything, which is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, show again. Where can oh, they yeah. find you? Yeah, so if you're looking to check out Against All Odds, you can go to our Instagram, and that is uh, uh, underscore Against All Odds, uh, and and you can also catch us on Facebook, Fishbowl Radio, uh, Fishbowl Radio Network, um, and then also on our Against All Odds uh, Facebook page. We'll have a group coming out soon, and a website coming out soon after that, so that will be a ton of chances to, to catch us. Um, any of these entrepreneurs, there's some crazy, amazing stories, or if you're like me and you're a little on the late side, 
then just go into just go to your phone, type in iTunes and search against all odds or get on Spotify and do the same thing. And there you are. You're gonna hear a awesome host. There's that word again, right? Awesome. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're gonna hear an awesome host. Go to episode eight, meet the host, learn a little bit more about me and um about some of my guests too. Yeah. Right on. And guys, next week, uh, since we are closing, we have two more episodes in the season, Terrilyn. Two more. Dang, only two. Only wow. two. Next week, it, there's no guests. It's going to be me. You guys love that. I know. Just me. Best trip chapel. And we're going to recap all of season five and the greatness that we had. And then the last episode, we're having A.D. Bonner. And he's going to end it with a bang. It's a big surprise for the people here. But, but yeah, guys, That's we're almost done. I can only imagine. There All was right. Like, well, thank you so much. Yes, for real. Thank you for coming on. Um, I can't wait to see the next episode of Against All Odds. I think I am working your show. So are you? <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Good. <laughs> Good. Well, again, guys, we're out of here. I hope you guys have a great day. Um, again, thank you, Tyler, for coming on. And we're out of here, guys. Peace. Bye.